This is the Freedom Ring. All right. Indeed it is. Live on Rumble. If you're watching, good morning. It's uh, April the 20th, 20, uh, 2022. This is our one month anniversary. Wow. Can you believe that? Yes, I can. And the, and the growth, man. It's phenomenal. I love it. Where's my box of chocolates? It's in the mail. Where's my candlelight dinner, Bill? It's in the mail. It's in the the, the dinner's in the mail too, along with a check. You give me one of those. Uh, what's the name of the company that sends you steaks? Uh, the Omaha Steak Company. Omaha, yeah. yeah, I love those. Man. I do too. People are people sometimes make fun of it, but I'm like. Why, man? If someone's gonna <laughs> like gonna mail you steaks, filet mignon, bring it on, baby! And on top of that, you get that really cool cooler that comes with it that yeah. you can use for the following summer because yeah. they're pretty durable and thick. Yep. So, so are you like a meat eater? Yes, I am. Me too. D- do I look like a vegetarian? <laughs> well, we're gonna say anything. But... <laughs> Uh, let's see. Another huge gaffe for Biden was this, like, 1,627. Uh, another win for guns rights, uh, gun right activists we'll get to on today's show. And if you, by the way, if you're new to today's show, we, um, or new to the show in general, we focus on stories that we know the mainstream media is not covering. And there is a lot of them. And they won't cover them. And if they, well, there's some of them they do, but they give you a different version of it. Oh, well, well like, that's true, too. Like the Ukraine-Russia <laughs> yeah. story for the past month. Yeah, What they're reporting a- ain't really what's going on. Right. So uh, that, those are the stories we focus on. The uh, U.S. Supreme Court bought and paid for. Well, I think we've said that a, a while back. And is this the beginning of the end for two huge corporations? But anyway, welcome to the uh, the Freedom Ring. Yesterday, I uh, kind of misspoke. Um, and my wife, as she does quite often when I misspeak, she uh, gladly pointed it out. And, uh, love you, honey! But uh, I said, uh, yeah, and I've said it quite a few times, because we, we like to uh, put God front and center whenever we start a broadcast. Um, and just start with... Uh, some scripture, and we just kind of elaborate and apply it to what's going on in the world right now. But I have uh, mentioned in the past that I'm uh, I'm not a very religious person as 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 much as I am a spiritual person. And she goes, "Why did you say that? You've said it a few times, and it's it's kind of it's uh, it it upsets me." I go, "What do you mean? Um, what what I mean by not saying I'm uh, and I misspoke. This is a complete. Uh, I guess I'm digging myself out of the hole. Or she kind of, brought you back to reality. Yeah. Uh, when I when I said I wasn't a very religious person, I, I I I can't recite scripture, and I'm amazed by the people in my life that can, and the people that I cross paths with that can recite at the drop of a hat. Oh. John 4, 12 through 15. <laughs> I'm I more like, I got to go to the John. <laughs> I can't do that. And I kind of misspoke because whenever I'm seeking advice, message from God, or I need help trying to figure something out, I do often go to the Bible more so than not. And she goes, yeah, give yourself credit. You are re- very religious. You're, you're spiritual and religious. And I, and I was like, that's kind of what I meant is I can't recite scripture off the top of my head. I don't know the Bible enough. And that's what I meant. But um, so anyway, with, with that said, I was, I was misunderstood. And so I, uh, it was my mistake and my, you know, a, a misunderstanding. So what I decided to expand on today is misunderstandings. 
And um, I found one, uh, Proverbs 28, verse 5. Evil men do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand it completely. And when I read that, I was like, oh, that doesn't really apply to my mistake and my my misunderstanding from yesterday, but I think it applies on what we're, we're seeing unfold in the world right now. The ones overstepping their bounds and who are in unfortunate positions of power and forcing evil on society, they don't, they don't understand the biblical definition of justice, which is to make right. Okay. Instead, they need to heed Jesus. Um, who said, quote, when, uh, when he spoke about our, uh, our individual responsibility to bring justice by, quote, loving our neighbors and doing, God, uh, doing good for those around us, especially the poor and marginalized, so the less fortunate. And the Klaus Schwab's of the world and George Soros and Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci's, all they know how to do is force everyone to uh, fall under their evil beliefs, and that is what they're pushing yeah. in, in evil belief. And so the rest of us, as hard as it might seem to do, we need to pray over them and uh, pray over them and that they're, they're given the eyes to see and the ears to hear God and to acknowledge the wrong that they're causing for, for the world. It's hard, it's hard to think that way, but sometimes we do need to realize that they're all, we're all God's children. And it's never too late to go back, right? Until you're gone. Right. And it's our mistake sometimes because we're humans and we right. have tons of flaws. You see all this, all these things that they're doing, all these decisions they're making that are affecting people's lives on this earth uh, detrimentally. Right. But what we, our mistake is that sometimes we misspeak we and, and we'll say, uh, you know, we wish A, B, C, and D on them. Well, we shouldn't be wishing those negative things. We should be praying over them to to hope that God would bring them back, yeah. or make him, um, like I said, uh, give them eyes to see and ears to hear, so that they uh, climb back aboard. I, I, I'm some some I'm like Klaus Schwab. I don't oh know if he's gosh. ever been on board. But it would be nice to see him turn over a new leaf. And what we should do as Christians is pray for him. And because uh, some some of the thoughts that I've had run through my head while I've heard some of the things that he's trying to impose on society. And I don't know who gives these guys the rights to do this. <clears throat> I mean, it's twisted, morbid, and sick. And that's why we start the show off with a little message yeah. like this. Mm-hmm. Um, man. Somebody said one time to me, they were like, I wonder if the devil could be saved. Is it ever too late? Can you imagine the devil, Satan himself, saying, God, forgive me? <laughs> Wouldn't that be a wonderful thing? That would be a great day. But is it possible or is it beyond? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Not qualified to answer that question. That's why I go to church. <laughs> I, I hope to figure it out one day, but today ain't that day. Uh, All right, so let's get to uh, the stories. Unfortunately, um, 16 Republican attorneys general led by Austin Knudsen uh, from Montana. They have called on Joe Biden to reinstate the permit for the Keystone Pipeline um, after learning that his administration wants to increase oil imports from Canada. (laughs) Oh, it makes your head hurt, doesn't it? 
He says, quote, the oil you now want to import from Canada is the same oil that would have flowed through the Keystone Pipeline which would have transported nearly a million barrels per day, not only from Canada, but from the uh, the Bakken uh, oil fields in Montana and North Dakota uh, to American refineries. The hypocrisy would be stunning if it weren't so insulting to American energy workers and those in rural communities who benefited from the pipeline's many economic opportunities. In their April 18th letter, so that was today's, what, 420? So that was just two days ago. They argued, quote, we have repeatedly asked you to reconsider this misguided and unlawful decision, referring to a letter that uh, A.G. Knudsen and 13 others sent him in, uh, in February of 2021. And in it, they warned of the serious detrimental consequences that would result from halting the pipeline. If Biden didn't reverse his decision, they argued, Americans would suffer serious detrimental consequences. Like they said, consumers would pay higher gas prices. Our allies would become further dependent on Russian and Middle Eastern oil. And more than a a year later, here we are. And they say, we hate to say it, but told you so. Yeah. And the thing is, is not even sure they care. They don't. I mean... And I can't, I'm not even, I'm saying they, I'm not saying Biden, because you know Biden got nothing to do with any of this. He's just photo ops, photo ops. We saw that when him and Jill were reading uh, Easter Bunny tales to the kids in front of the White House on uh, on Monday. Mm -hmm. And he just, if you have an elderly loved one that is at an old folks home, and you've got many people sitting there just gone. Unfortunately, that's the same look our our leader has, air quotes. So bad for this country. Unbelievable. One solution to rising costs, sky, uh, sky high gas prices and supply shortages is to prioritize domestic energy production, he says. Uh, they called on Biden to reverse the damage you've done and provide relief for struggling families and businesses. It's never too late to admit your mistakes. There's not going to be any admission of mistakes from this uh, administration. Because I, have, I feel it's not a mistake. It's an agenda. It is part of the plan. Yep. So nothing to apologize for when it is, in fact, part of their plan. Now, just over a year later, new record high gas prices are seemingly set every day. Economic-wide inflation, the highest in 40 years, is straining the budgets of American families and European countries are unable to impose oil and gas sanctions on Russia without risking economic recession, which Trump just uh, pointed out has officially begun. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, European countries are spending $1 billion per day on Russian oil and gas and literally funding anything Vladimir Putin is doing. Oh, Yeah, there's no apology coming from this administration. Have no. Have you heard about the... Uh New Hampshire Senate passing this bill that could empower hospitals to arrest those who argue with doctors when they think the hospital mistreated a loved one. Tell me, as he reads the story, because I, ju- I skimmed it last night, tell me if this story doesn't just smack of Nazi Germany. Exactly. Go ahead. In the COVID-19 era, many Americans have lost trust in hospitals, from destructive health protocols to patient discrimination based on Medical choices, many healthcare facilities don't make patient well-being a top priority. We've also witnessed basic medical norms ignored, denial of visitation rights, denying uh, organ transplants to those who refuse to take experimental shots. Instead of addressing uh, patient abuses, a New Hampshire bill could empower 
hospitals to arrest family members who argue with the doctors. A uh, New Hampshire bill now seeks to criminalize those who dissent and debate doctors when they believe the hospital is mistreating their loved one. Now, it's one thing if you're holding a doctor up against the wall and you're physically threatening them. That's one thing. But if you're like debating, questioning, uh, my loved one just died, you gave him remdesivir, uh, wasn't needed, blah, 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 blah. Why did you give that to them without my permission? Just your inquiry. And and of course, that's going to come with a little bit of elevation in your your delivery and voice. It should be because it's passion. It's love. Yeah. But now that you're even questioning a doctor, you could be arrested for that? Yeah. Yeah, they're saying under the bill, medical personnel could easily say they feel harassed, intimidated, or are a recipient of verbal abuse. They can certainly say the spouse is interfering in the provision of medically necessary health care services. On March the 31st, the New Hampshire Senate passed SB 459, a bill that lowers the threshold needed to arrest someone at a health care facility without a warrant. Dubbed the Workplace Violence Pre- uh, Violence Prevention Program, this bill defines workplace violence as any act or threat of physical violence, harassment, intimidation, or other threatening behavior that occurs at a healthcare facility, including verbal abuse, without regard to whether the victim sustains an injury, psychological trauma, or stress. What happens to the person? Well. Section 4 of the bill allows arrest without a warrant if there is probable cause to believe that the person, among other things, will cause problems or through actual or threatened violence, interfere in the provision of medically necessary health care services. The bill requires health care facilities to implement and maintain workplace violence prevention programs and establishes the Health Care Workplace Safety Commission. The bill also permits law enforcement to arrest an individual without a warrant in certain circumstances related to health care workplaces. But, you know, they, they kind of make it sound warm and fuzzy there towards the end. But, you know, they're never going to do the warm and fuzzy. They're going to do what they want. And, and if they can justify, you know, getting rid of you to give mom some more remdesivir, what do you think they're going to do? Well, I was just going to say to avoid any situation like that, they could probably, whether doctors or hospitals in general, uh, get themselves out of Pfizer's pockets and do the right thing for the right reasons. Yeah. Because we know firsthand how much cash is being slipped hospitals whenever they uh, uh, adhere to the agenda. Follow the protocol. Yeah. And we would avoid stories like that. Yeah. There are still doctors in hospitals that are doing the right things for the right reasons and said no to the big cash payout. And I guess those are not the ones that you hear too much about either. Well, shocker. You know, because the the left wants to scream all the bad things, Mm -hmm. you know, that happen, at least the mainstream. Or you got, you know, like Dr. Malone. It's uh, pointing the injustices out and saying, no, man, this ain't right. And all of a sudden, uh, yeah, your career, we've decided, needs to end. Yeah. Go along. Yeah. Oh, and then everything he says is uh, stamped with the conspiracy theory. And uh, Two major U.S. airlines have announced that they will continue to enforce Joe Biden's mask mandate on public transportation despite a federal judge ruling earlier this week that the mandate was unlawful and uh, must be terminated. Both United and American Airlines 
will continue to require the masks of their customers' employees. So are we about to uh, see the demise of American Airlines and uh, United? Because I certainly won't fly on an airline that is continuing the uh, to uh, force us to wear the face diapers. Science has proven them that they don't work. Yeah. So if you've got a, you know 35 other uh, options to fly, <laughs> buy American, yeah. buy United. I, I ain't ever flying on the... I mean... Yeah. What kind of money is being slipped their way to continue the agenda? Obviously something. God, I sound like my dad. <laughs> I've turned into my dad. <laughs> <laughs> dad, son of a... <laughs> Throwing stuff at the TV. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously it's not a, a good business decision to keep doing that, so there, there's got to be other reasons right. that they're doing You this. know your customers are against it. There yeah. isn't a single passenger... That wants it. There might be one. <laughs> Notice I hesitated when I said that. There are a few people that are like, well, I um, I think it's the right thing to do. And I'm going to keep these little bubbles. Uh, what do you call them? The little droplets? The little dro- the, the droplets are smaller than the threads. It's already been proven. Yes. So what, what they was go your through analogy? Anyway. You were like, it's like shooting a BB through, through a, a chain link fence. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly. That's a perfect analogy because that's exactly correct. Uh, doctors and specialists have already confirmed that. So your mask ain't doing squat. They don't. So uh, a, I don't understand the people that are hell bent on keeping, you know, continuing to wear them. I don't get that. And I hear the spit, spit. What do they call it? The spittoon, not spittoon. Whatever it is, the spittage or saliva. Well, they say this can come through. Uh, uh, if you don't wear a mask, you know, you could drop some of that. The droplets on the ground, and and people can get infected. In fact, it doesn't. It's it's not a carrier of the germs. What the the carrier is the aerosol. The aerosol. So. The easiest way to see the aerosol is to, you know, take a puff of smoke from a cigarette or something <laughs> along. Well, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, something along that That's line. That's a great example. And then. Uh, <laughs> you want to do away with COVID? Start smoking. That's no, not what he's no, saying. No, it's just breathe. <laughs> Start by breathing. But uh, no, I've seen the videos of doctors doing this where they'd take a puff of whatever it was, a cigarette or what do they call those other things, electronic devices. Oh, the uh, uh, vape. Vapes. Vaping, yeah. That's what he was using. But anyway, then he'd put the mask back on and breathe. the Exhale. The, the exhale, yeah. And you'd see it just flying out. That's aerosol. That's what COVID travels on. If there is such a thing as COVID and it's So not the thing this, in between, the mask... Did nothing. Exactly. And and furthermore, if this new theory of it being snake venom is true, it doesn't apply at all, right? Because you're not going to spread snake venom through your aerosol. Snake venom is injected. I need I need more on that. I, I I, I'm not sure yet either. On that. I'm still kind of filling my mind with the... Uh, stories about that but uh it, it, it is a very interesting but theory. back to united and american airlines if you have if you have customers that don't want it you're gonna i mean you're just marking the start of your demise right the the masses have fallen off this mask wagon and the covid train the and masses I, have and i don't think they're gonna come back no no is is as long as uh or as hard as the uh the powers that be 
Fauci and you know Soros and all them, the, the, the agenda that they're pushing. No, we, we're not going back on board. The uh, masses, there will be a few that say, well, I need to do it again. And it worked the first time, so I might as well do it again. <laughs> it worked the first time. <laughs> right. It did? <laughs> well, I only got COVID twice, so yeah, it's working. Right. Well, after the 17th booster. <laughs> According to uh, the lawsuit filed last week, parents in Massachusetts, this is disgusting. Oh, as a parent. As a parent, I just want to... Pray for people. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting better. Yeah. I'm getting better. Honey, did you hear that? <laughs> Are you proud of me? I gotta pray for these people. According to a lawsuit filed last week, parents in Massachusetts claim school officials assisted their children in transitioning to the opposite gender without parental knowledge or consent. This is the United States we live in right now, year 2022, and it makes me want to vomit all over this table. The parents of an 11-year-old daughter and 12-year-old son were undergoing social transitions in which school officials referred to their child by a different name and pronouns other than those matching the child's biological sex. Uh, The parents were not aware of the transitions until their daughter's teacher forwarded an email to them. The parents tried to hold a virtual meeting on March 18th of last year. This is last year. With the principal uh, to discuss what the suit described as disregard the plaintiff's parental rights. Um, wow, the the parents allege offic- uh, the parents allege officials ignored specific instructions that school staff not engage with their children who were being treated by a mental health professional who was addressing the gender issues their school were dealing with. On what planet does this sound okay for a school to do? Or a teacher. Not on this one. The parents claim that the principal cut off the meeting and then uh, placed the teacher on administrative leave the next day after which the teacher was fired by. Um, Let's see. A second couple, a second couple joined the suit claiming that they're deliberately hindered from ascertaining whether their children are being secretly counseled. (sighs) I don't even know where to start with this. The suit also claims that at a, uh, a meeting, the superintendent of, of the, the superintendent that they, they had at the time called objections to the secret transitions, intolerance of LGBTQ. Got to say that slow because every time it seems like another couple of letters are on the end of that. Uh, intolerance of LGBTQ people that was camouflaged by claims about parental rights. He said, for many students, school is their, offici- is their only safe place, and the safe, that safety evaporates when they leave the confines of our buildings. That's when you call the parents and tell them. That's their kid, not yours. You're there to teach math and English. Nothing more. Absolutely. Nowhere in the manual does it say, oh, and after recess, change the boys to girls and girls to boys. It doesn't say that. Stay the hell out of the family's business. And if the kid re- brings up something of concern, you call the parent. Exactly. You're yeah. there only to teach. That's right. What's on the curriculum? When did it all change? My mom would be turning over in her grave if she knew about this. I mean, I think we could pinpoint it, but um, that, <laughs> that would again go against how I started the show. <laughs> I'm going to keep things pleasant and nice and hopefully uh, do God's work today. 
school uh, officials are making decisions about the lives of children that they are not qualified or authorized to make and uh, doing it without telling and often deceiving to parents. The school system's interim superintendent declined to comment, citing pending litigation. The fact that this even has to be discussed is beyond insane. That's like common sense. The kid, I know. the kid's dealing with some whatever. If it doesn't have to do with English, math, the history lesson you taught, the science project you're working on, ain't none of your business. Call mom. If, if you're so concerned, call mom and dad. Hi, this is uh, Shirley Jones. I'm your uh, kid's math teacher. Uh, they're having some trouble identifying themselves. You might want to look into it. That's as far as you go. And in fact, they're probably not having any any problem identifying themselves at all. They're probably, you know, just uh, pushing the whole issue, influencing. Oh yeah, the teacher, you mean? Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Well, Ron DeSantis and Florida Republicans move to uh, make a move on Disney. Let's put it that way. Uh, DeSantis on Tuesday announced that the state legislature will consider repealing special privileges. That give Disney quasi-government powers over the area where the Walt Disney World Resort is located. Uh, my best understanding is they kind of like have the right to their own kind of like a mini-government. Disney? Yeah. And they can... uh uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the mayor. <laughs> they, kind of, they kind of have the right to govern themselves. Oh, they're governing themselves, all right. They are, in a pedo kind of way. Take that governor off. (laughs) The governor said at a press conference that when lawmakers meet in a special session this week to redraw the... Now, when you say governor, you're not talking about governor of Disney, governor of Florida, DeSantis. DeSantis, yeah, DeSantis. Uh, They want to redraw the state's congressional maps. Their agenda will be expanded to consider repealing all special districts enacted before 1968, including the Reedy Creek Improvement District, where Walt Disney World is located. The move would strike a blow against Disney after the company inserted itself into a political controversy over uh, Florida's parental rights and education law, which bans classroom instruction on sexual orientation or gender identity in uh, grades kindergarten through third, uh, and restricts such discussions on what State standards determine our age or developmentally appropriate settings. Facing pressure from left-wing employees to fight DeSantis, Disney released public statements opposing the law, stating, Our goal as a company is for this law to be repealed by the legislature or struck down in the courts, and we remain committed to supporting the national and state organizations working to achieve that. Well, DeSantis responded to the company's demands by telling Disney executives basically to go pound sand <laughs> and earlier this month suggested that the legislature should repeal laws that essentially gave Disney self-governing control over nearly 40 square miles in central Florida and around Orlando. Mm-hmm. Now it appears the governor and state legislature will follow through on that suggestion. The Reedy Creek Improvement District that includes Walt Disney World Resort explains on its website that Florida law states that landowners within the Reedy Creek Improvement District, primarily Walt Disney World, would be solely responsible for paying the cost of providing typical municipal services like power, water, roads, fire protection, etc. Local taxpayers, meaning residents of Orange and 
I think that's uh, Osceola County would not have to pay for building or maintaining those services. If the law was repealed, Disney would lose the right to govern itself like a city. Uh, the theme park's land would fall under the jurisdiction of Orange and Osceola counties and would be subject to the taxes, rules, and regulations of those county governments. Why was it ever changed? Yeah. I mean, Kings Island, Cedar Point, they, they, they don't get to govern themselves, do they? No. Nobody does. Right. So, so why was it changed for them? Because, well, I have a theory. Let's hear your theory, Bill. Well, you know, it all comes... Remember what we said at the start of the show. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't want to tell you the theory. (laughs) Okay, that's the end of that story. (laughs) Uh, No, you know, know, Walt Disney had a... it, It was alleged that Walt Disney himself was a pedophile, and he had a very young boyfriend. Did you know that? I no, I didn't know that. Have never heard it, and I claim no association to this story. Well, that's where I think it all started. Did did the the, uh, the whole crazy pedo thing begin with him? I don't know. But see, why, I would like to think the opposite that he'd be. Well, he's frozen right now, isn't he? I don't think he's in a great. Is he frozen? Over. I think he had himself frozen. That was the uh, the other story associated with him. But if he was in a grave. I'd like to be think he's rolling over going, what are you doing with this this magical kingdom that I came up with? Let um, me just put it this way. My gut and my instinct tells me it's for nefarious reasons. Okay. And I'll just leave it at that. All right, that's a good Because I don't want it. your wife, next time she's going to come up here, and I'm afraid she's going to kick my butt. So um, I got to pray for forgiveness. Uh, and uh, She's got that little Sicilian blood going I on. know. That's what really scares me. <laughs> She'll be texting me in a second. Oh, oh, don't worry. <laughs> She'll say it. It's coming. Uh, unbelievable. Bought and paid for uh, by the U.S. by the by the swamp and the traders. Breaking news: U.S. Supreme Court rejects appeal from airmen removed from command over refusing to get the vax. This happened on Monday. The U.S. Supreme Court rejected an appeal from an Air Force Reserve who was removed from command after refusing to get the jab. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Jonathan Dunn was denied a religious exemption and uh, removed from his post when he said uh, when he said no to the jab. So why is this? It keeps repeating itself. That's like one paragraph repeated three different times. Anyway, Lieutenant, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Dunn filed an emergency appeal with the Supreme Court arguing he uh, acquired natural immunity to the disease after getting the COVID uh, last summer. A lot of people have the same story. Yeah. I do. A lot of people in the medical field. They do. He does. Conservative Justices Alito, Gorsuch, and Thomas said they sided with Lieutenant Colonel Dunn. Still, Amy Coney Barrett, Brett Kavanaugh, both Trump appointees, sided with the left-wing justices. Oh, why can't they just do what's right, man? It's already been proven. If you've had it, you don't need the jab. But they're falling in line to continue to push the push the agenda. It should be a personal decision. Yes. When you have a disease that's got less than 1% chance that you're even going to catch it. Was it point zero 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 seven nine or something like that? that. It's, so, it's so small. It's almost minute. non-existent. Yeah, yeah. 
and you're ruining careers over this crap. You're ruining livelihoods. You're ruining families. You're ruining the world. And it's a it's 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 a lie. Yeah. Ugh. Well, just in time for uh, spring planting. Some more good news. <laughs> don't ruin. I got a plan for a garden. Don't. Don't ruin this plan. I think you're going to. Uh, well, I'm going to do my best. But uh, <laughs> engineered food supply collapse. Union Pacific Railroad is restricting rail shipments of nitrogen based on fertilizer during spring planting. Uh, Iowa, Iowa corn and soybean farmer Ben is saying grocery prices may increase up to a thousand dollars a month beyond what you're already paying due to Russia's. Sanctions on fertilizer. Soaring fertilizer prices are likely to going to uh, spike food prices. If you're upset that gas is up a dollar or two a gallon, wait until your grocery bill is up a grand a month. It's almost up three here in the, the tri-state area in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Biden. It may not manifest itself in terms of price. It could be quantity as well. Empty shelf syndrome might just be starting. Sure, this guy named Raishi, who is a, uh, I believe he's a, a farmer. The price of growing my crops, or the major crops, corn, soybeans, wheat, rice, cotton, are up 30 to 40%. They are, they are on my farm. And most of it's fertilizer. Nitrogen prices are up three times from the Jeez, left crop oh man. that we put in, including phosphorus and potassium. He said they've doubled. Those two have doubled. The planting season in the Northern Hemisphere is just weeks away. There is no miracle technology that can cut that in half or a third, he said. The application of nitrogen fertilizer is critical to maximizing crop yields. And I can kind of identify because I had a lawn service for 22 years, and I can't even imagine what it would cost me as a... So are farmers just saying... Some farmers are packing it in, yeah, for the season. Uh, if, if farmers are unable to secure all the nitrogen fertilizer that they require in the current season because of the supply chain disruptions, such as rail shipping restrictions, the company expects the yield will be lower. CF Industries intends to engage directly with the federal government to ask that fertilizer shipments be prioritized so that spring planting is not adversely impacted. The implications of this are nothing short of catastrophic. Catastrophic. Thank you. It affects not just fertilizer, but also DEF, which is diesel exhaust fluid, which is necessary for all tractors, transportation trucks, construction equipment, and other machinery that use diesel engines. Without DEF, you can't run tractors. And to he says, to the New Green Deal lunatics who think that halting all diesel engines will magically, magically make the world green while they absurdly tried to suck all the CO2 out of the atmospheres, which, by the way, will kill all the plants. Um, well, as long as Al Gore has access to his private jet and can fly the way he wants to, who needs the tractors? We don't need plants and vegetation. Hey, Al. Yes? Read my mind. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> well, that wasn't very nice. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> so anyway, he went on to say you're ex- you're about to experience the starvation, chaos, and violence 
that comes from shutting down this agriculture. This is part of the agenda. This is what they want. Yes, absolutely. If you're not catching on, man. It's all intertwined. Please wake up. Please it's, pray for the people that aren't awake yet. I can't believe that they're not, but they are out there. They're the ones wearing the masks on the airplanes. Well, when the food shelves go empty, and along with all the other supplies that are needed just that to live. Trump! Yeah. Did you see what Trump did? (laughs) Look what he left Biden. He was encouraging people, grabbing (laughs) females by the hoo-ha, and then he took all of our food away. (laughs) Biden's got nothing to do with it. (laughs) And for you to suggest otherwise is just wrong. I won't have it. Four more years. Four more years. Come on, Joe, join us. Got one more. I got a good story here. We're gonna wrap up on a good note. Well, that would be nice. If you're a gun uh, gun rights activist, you're gonna thumbs up to you. 25 year old armed citizen who was not identified by the media was returning home Sunday night when two men showed up at his house and attempted to rob him. This is according to WTXFTV in is it Pittsburgh, Philadelphia. Uh, The men identified themselves as police officers. One of them wore a police badge and was armed with a gun. That man allegedly pulled a gun and threatened to shoot the victim in the head. Leaving me in the middle of the story here? Done with it. He's taking his dog out, I think, to go pee. But anyway, the man allegedly pulled a gun and threatened to shoot the victim in the head. The men then zip-tied the victim's hands, but not very good because at the first opportunity, he was able to draw his gun and shot the armed man six times, killing him. The other perpetrator quickly ran out of the building. Police detective said uh, said the case is 100% justifiable self-defense meaning the victim's quick thinking uh, self-defense tactics were legal and he will not face any criminal charges as it should be the victim credits his right uh, right to carry firearms in self-defense for coming out in the situation alive for coming out of the situation alive in fact he thinks uh, every eligible citizen should legally carry firearms for, for, for protection you got that uh, let's see. In fact, more Americans are uh, exercising their Second Amendment rights than ever before, driven by record crime rates in cities nationwide, most of them probably under Democratic rule. Uh, the last two years are the highest selling years for firearms in American history. In 2020, Americans purchased 22.8 million firearms, wow. while 19.9 million firearms were purchased in 2021. Um, I bought one. Did you? I did. At the same time, data confirms what Second Amendment advocates have long said about firearm restrictions, such as gun buyback programs. They only hurt law-abiding citizens. Absolutely. And I had to leave there for a second because my dog was circling, and I was going to have to pick up some fertilizer, so I'm like, I better let him out. Fertilizer. (laughs) Natural fertilizer? Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, more states are signing laws expanding concealed carry rights. It's nice to hear. Governors in Ohio and Georgia recently signed bills permitting residents to carry concealed weapons without a permit. Again, pay attention. Ted Nugent has been saying it for years. Yeah. Wherever the people... You're talking about criminals. They don't care about your rights, your laws. They're, they're, They're going to have a gun. They're going to shoot it. Oh, this is a school zone? It's a no carry zone? Uh, no gun zone? They don't care. No. 
But if they know that somebody's in the vicinity that might be packing, they cowardly walk away. They don't mess with the people in that area. We need guns for defense, period. It's all part of the same agenda. It is. It is. You've got to see it by now, man. Hey, tomorrow we're going to have the uh, the resistance chicks on. They're basically the female version of us, and they also reside in um, the tri-state area here in the uh, greater Cincinnati area. And uh, we'll join forces with them. I uh, met them on Monday in Milford, and very cool ladies, Leah and Michelle, their sisters. And we look forward to chatting with them uh, on tomorrow's show. So It'll be fun. It will be fun. I'm Matt. That's Bill. This is the Freedom Ring. Thanks for checking us out. Uh, if you're not on Rumble Live, uh, well, you can always get us on Rumble, but Spotify. Man, we're everywhere. Everywhere. We've got Bit, the, the Bit links. Shoot, uh, BitChute, Gab TV now, Brighteon. Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> there's too there's many. So, there's so many of them. It's like it'll take me a half an hour to get through. Right. But FreedomRingShow.com is go, the place to go. Go to the website and get all the links at FreedomRingShow.com. Have a safe day. Treat each other good, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for joining us. Later.